All right, kids, we're going to try something new here. Uh, tried a, a new format with Matt Kondo, a professor at Methodist University. Uh, Matt decided, hey, what if we did an anatomy trivia podcast? We actually recorded this live via Facebook, uh, made it uh, interactive with students from all across the country, even had some international students logging in and playing. And we figured since we had such great anatomy review content, why not share them as podcast episodes? So let's kick things off with our very first Clash of the Craniums. Here is round number one. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live for the first ever Clash of the Craniums. Feels very gladiatorial with that intro. I like that. Uh, how you guys doing? Want to know uh, where you guys are watching the broadcast from? I'm physical therapist Shreem McKay, also host of PT Pinecast. That's my day job. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you're watching this on uh, the Twitter, the Bird app, we want to know where you are tuning in from. So let's break out those uh, phalanges and let the uh, opposable thumbs do the talking. Just drop in the comments below whether you're on Twitter or on YouTube. Uh, where you're located. Let's go geographic first. Where are you located? You can also uh, chime in. Let us know where you are in your PT journey. I'm seeing some other uh, faculty. I'm seeing first-year students, second-year students, third-year students. We're seeing some athletic trainers, so not just physical therapy. We've got Izzy from UNLV. Wow, we're West Coast over there. Seeing a lot of Methodist students. You'll figure out why that is in just a little bit. There we go. As we start to work the comments section. Mike Pasco joining us from uh, Colorado Anschutz. Good. We like this. So we're getting ourselves a little bit of... Wow, the comments are coming in quick now. I can't read these. Hello, friends. Yes. Uh, coming in from all over. Fayetteville. Cleveland. That rocks. Chad from Cleveland State. First year from North Carolina. Ohio. Donnie from Utah. Will Smith from Missouri State. All right, so you got the idea. Uh, feel free to chat along in the comments section below. We are going to get underway in just a little bit. But first, I've got to bring out the reason that we're here. Uh, a few months ago, things start out with a tweet or an email, and that's how things work. Uh, got one from this guy right here. Let's welcome uh, to the screen professor from uh, Mesos University, Matt Kondo. Matt, welcome to your show. Hey, Jimmy. How are you? I'm doing well. This is a thing, man. It is a thing. All right. It, so we're doing Clash of the Craniums. It's kind of your brainchild. I'll bring the, the roaring applause down. Uh, just real quick before we get started, why are we doing this? What, what, what about anatomy and trivia? Why are we putting these two things together? Well, you know, honestly, my, my soft spot, my guilty pleasure has always been game shows. I'm an absolute mm -hmm. game show junkie. And, you know, I also listen to an anatomy education podcast. And over in the UK, they run anatomy trivia nights all the time, right? So they run them on campus. They run them in pubs. They run them all over the place. And I, I started asking around here in the U.S. I'm like, who's doing this here? And really nobody was doing one. I said, well, then I'm going to start one. So I started, you know, contacted you, contacted some students, got some ideas. And I said, this would be a great year to run it virtually. Okay. So that way, you know, all the students that didn't get to meet each other at places like CSM could kind of come together in a centralized location and have some fun. 
All right, I like it. So you've got every, all the elements. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but it's BYOB wherever I'm located because that's how we're working these days. Uh, we've got more than 100 of you ready to play. And if you're not familiar with Kahoot, there are two ways people can log on, right? One is the Kahoot app. We're going to give you the code. And the second is just opening up a, a window, a browser window, either on your phone. It works best on your phone. So if you're watching this on a laptop or something like that, break out your uh, your your phone. And here is the Kahoot code for round number one. So again, you're going to go to Kahoot.it and you're going to type in that code, which is on the screen right now. Super secret code that is 728-7290. Kahoot.it, 728-7290. Zero, as we're seeing people start to chime in. Good. So we've got more than 130 of you. Wow. This quickly became a thing, Matt. Quickly became a thing. I had all the faith in the world of PT students, Jimmy. Yeah. I mean, PT students, wasn't that long ago I was a PT student, fired up, ready to do stuff like this. And I can't imagine right now in this world that we live in, just dying for some interaction. And I apparently we're looking at you guys as we've got more than 90 people logged on right now. That's pretty quick. Uh, this is a thing. So uh, again, Kahoot.it and that game pin 728-7290. And uh, we're letting people know we're going to have four rounds of 10. And we'll have individual round winners, right, based on points. Correct answer is going to get you points. Incorrect, no points. But also, the faster you answer, the more points you get. So speed is rewarded. I will have you know, speed not rewarded on the NPTE. So don't don't get all racy on that, okay? Uh, as we got more than 155 of you chiming in, why don't we give them 30 more seconds, Matt? And then we will get to go. Um, any advice as the students are, uh, are getting set for this? You put the questions together. That's why I know they're legit. I'm just going to stand here and read them. You know, my, my advice to the students would be crack the fingers, crack the knuckles, get everything ready to go, and have fun. Have fun. This is not an exam. Just go for it. All right. Let's give them 10 more seconds, and then we will start the first ever clash of the craniums. Five, four, three, two, one. Matt, go ahead and click start. And we are underway. Make sure you check out uh, the screen for the question and your signaling device, whether that's a tab or your phone. First question up, which motion does the nerve that is located on the anterior surface of the interosseous membrane of the tibia control? And Matthew, well-placed picture of the sumo wrestler there. Which motion does the nerve that is located on the anterior surface of the interosseous membrane of the tibia control? Eversion, dorsiflexion. Flexion of the great toe or abduction of toes two through four. Lock in your answers. The faster you answer, the more points you get. If you are correct, then we come to the end of question number one. We have that make that warm as the cockles of my heart. Cockles, not actual location on your heart, but 132 of you getting that correct. Well done. That's pretty good. So talk about that. Which motion is the nerve that is located on the anterior surface of the interosseous membrane of the tibia control? What is that nerve we're talking about, Matt? Well, that's going to be the deep fibular nerve or deep peroneal nerve, depending on if you like the Latin version or the Greek version. I prefer the Latin version. We're going very multicultural here today. Did you well, think we'd be mixing trivia and learning? I did. Well, trivia, learning, and anatomy, right? I mean, what a perfect trio. All right. So 132, already off to a, to a pretty good start. Let's move on. 
checking in the uh, the scoreboard. Wow. And uh, some people were very, very quick. Srathburn appearing to be in the lead right now. Let's keep going. Question number two, which of the following muscles is not part of the Pez Anserinus? Uh, also known as the goose's foot, the Pez Anserinus. Is it the semitendinosus, semimembranosus, gracilis, or sartorius? Which of the following muscles is not part of the Pez Anserinus? Focus on those knots, because that can confuse you. Remember taking NPTE prep tests and getting tripped up on those. Not. This is a not question. Lock in your answers. And there we go. I'm feeling rather intimidated. We, we have 78. A majority got this one correct. Uh, Pez Ansarine. Matt, talk about that just for a second. Goose's foot. Where? Just briefly, where is it located? Why is it important? Why should we... Well, remember where the goose's foot is going to be. It's going to be on the medial side of the knee. And what I always tell my students is that that's really where the medial compartment, the anterior compartment, and the posterior compartment of your thigh come together. So lots of innervations, lots of actions, lots of function. Plus, it's fun to say goose's foot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well done. You, is that you? Are you in the lead? Are you playing along? No, I'm not playing the lead. Someone has Some, impersonated me. Someone is spoofing you, and I like their style. <laughs> I like that. Let's go next. Question number three, which nerve pierces the coracobrachialis muscle? Which nerve pierces the coracobrachialis muscle? I like the use of the thinker there. Is it musculocutaneous nerve, brachial nerve, median nerve, or the ulnar nerve as you lock in your answer choices? Which nerve pierces the coracobrachialis muscle with five seconds left to go? Hundred and twenty of you are correct. See, I'm liking the fact that like we're having a majority. Very confident there. And what was that? We we skipped ahead a little fast. What was the answer there? Coracobrachialis. So the answer was the musculocutaneous nerve pierces coracobrachialis. And I agree. I think it's fantastic to see the vast majority answering correctly on these. Like it. All right, Doctor Kondo <laughs> still in the lead. Not Matt, but a different Doctor Kondo apparently. I, that's scary that there's two out there. It happens. Uh, let's move on to the next question. All right, question four, which of the following arteries, we're going to go blood supply, which of the following arteries supplies blood to the gallbladder? Which one? Is it the splenic? Is it the cystic? Is it the proper hepatic? Or is it the right gastric? Which of the following arteries supplies blood to the gallbladder? Lock in your answer choices as more 90 of you already have. The professor giving some kudos there. Mike Pasco from Colorado Anschutz saying nice job. With three seconds left, lock in your answer choice. And the artery supply. Cystic is correct. This one a little more sp spread out. But you'll find that as you prepare for the NPTE. Some things you'll be better at. Some things you're worse. And that's Don't okay. Blood supply is really, really, really important. All right. So it is cystic. Uh, pretty pretty evenly spread out. A majority did have that correct. But also some people guessing incorrect. Let's see who, how the, uh, the the board has moved. Hannah G moves into first place as uh, Dr. Kondo falls off. I'm disappointed in myself. Yeah. Let's move on to the next question here. Halfway through round one after this question, which of the following hamstring muscles is innervated by the common fibular branch of the sciatic nerve? Which of the following hamstring muscles is innervated 
by the common fibular branch of the sciatic nerve? Is it the long head of the biceps femoris, semitendinosus, short head of the biceps femoris, or semimembranosus? What do you think it is? Innervated by the common fibular branch of the sciatic nerve. I like the pictures because I never know. Are they throwing me off or are they trying to give me a hint? I think this one is just there because it shows the hamstrings. And what do we think? That is right. Short head of biceps femoris with a majority getting that right. But here's what I also like. Of those that got it wrong, you at least had biceps femoris. You were close. You were very close with 43 of you guessing the long head. It was the short head that is innervated by the common fibular branch of the static nerve. As the leaderboard changes, ZP1127 moves ahead with more than 4,000 points as we are halfway through round one. All right, question six. Ooh, what does the Latin word teres mean? What does the Latin word teres mean? Is it is it flat? Is it long? Is it short? Is it round? I have been described as several of those. <laughs> me too. <laughs> short and round for me, usually. What does the Latin word teres mean? You know this. There's a minor and a major. What do you think teres mean? I'll be honest, studying Latin, great move if you're going to go into anything with health-related. It just makes sense. All right, lock in those answers. Terry's means round. Wow, so many people thought flat. Mike Pasco, very excited about the use of Latin in this trivia. That really changed things up as BB and IC money move into the gold and silver spots here as we're more than halfway through round number one. Going for the golden femur. We're going to break out that trophy and show that off in a little bit. Do we have that in the room there, man? Was that close? I, I don't have it in the room. It's in my garage currently. So, sorry. All right. Which of the following muscles has two heads? Two heads. Which one? Is it adductor hallucis? Is it abductor digiti minimi? Is it flexor hallucis longus? Or is it quadratus plantae? Two heads. Which one? You guys are really challenging my Latin. I feel really bad if I just start mispronouncing stuff and get called out by students in the chat. That's what will happen. All right. Lock in those answer choices. Yeah, two heads. A majority of you got that. Well done. It is adductor halysis. Two heads. Why is that important, Matt? Why is it important to know that? Well, it's important to know that because if we have a patient that comes in with, say, with pain across the plantar surface of the metatarsals or pain that sometimes gets misdiagnosed as plantar fasciitis, it's important to know how you can test for specific uh, function or specific diagnosis by simply having that patient adduct or adduct their great toe. You can really confirm a lot of things. Yeah, I like that. All right, let's move on to the next question. All right, a compromise of the posterior cord of the brachial plexus would present as which of the following? A compromise of the posterior cord of the brachial plexus would present as which of the following? Is it elbow flexion? Is it pronation? Is it shoulder abduction or is it elbow extension? A compromise of the posterior cord. I can see you all drawing it in your minds. Elbow flexion, pronation, shoulder abduction, or is it elbow extension? And the answer right there, you guys not not fooled by that one at all. Getting that in elbow extension. Well done. Let's take a look at the board. Let's not move on to the next question just yet. We're getting uh, in the chat. I'm seeing some people saying the timing's off. Uh, between the Kahoot that you're seeing and on your uh, your signaling device. If you're watching on YouTube, that should be better. Although we have more than 130 people, that could be causing a little bit of lag. So we do apologize for that. And we'll try to correct it. 
I'll try to collect that. Golden Millie. I like. I do like seeing the random screen names. I do like that. All right, so we're gonna try to we're trying to fix that lag just a little bit. So bear with us. Let's move on to the next uh, next question. All right, which of the following arteries does the suprascapular artery? Say that for me, Matt. You're gonna anastomose. I knew what it was. Anastomose with. We. A long day. I'm just gonna drink for a minute. You see the question on the screen, everybody. You're smart. All right, is that dorsal scapular? Yep. Is it circumflex scapular? Is it thoracodorsal or lateral thoracic? I do like the the Kahoot names. Is is an art. Super scapular. Super. I can't do it. All right. Hey. Well. Well done. Circumflex scapular. Uh, dorsal scapular was the uh, next uh, most popular, but incorrect answer. So circumflex scapular arteries. Hey, I'm proud of them. That's a rough question. Not easy. Not easy. All right, let's move on here. CP moves up. We've got Preston, AWAM, and AARON rounding out the top five. Last question in round number one, a fracture to the middle third of the clavicle would potentially affect which blood vessel? A fracture to the middle third of the clavicle would potentially affect which blood vessel? Subclavian brachiocephalic, axillary, or brachial? What do you think it is? Subclavian, brachiocephalic, axillary, or brachial? Lock in your answer choices. And yes, almost a clean sweep there. Would be, would be very nice to see us wipe the board and have a good one. But axillary was correct there. 135 out of you. Uh, getting that correct. So congratulations. Let's take a look at the round number one. The bronze medal is Preston with 6,100 points. A-W-A-M. 6,400 points. And first, ZP. 1127. A-A-Ron and Golden Millie just off of the platform. Now, that's well done. Matt, what... What did you think of that? I thought the scores were a lot higher than I would expect. Not that I was doubting the students, but that was pretty good. I am impressed with everybody. So, you know, what round one tells me is that everybody has been studying. Everybody remembers their anatomy and every anatomy instructor is right on point. So all around great job. All right. So I will tell you this. Since we're in the middle of this live broadcast, if you are seeing some lag, 